the Chartered Management Consultancy Award sets consultants apart. To discuss this and the new CHMC client panel, CMI's Director of Membership, Matt Roberts, is joined by this week's guests. Firstly, Patrick Dunn, whose executive career was spent in private equity working regularly with management consultants. Patrick is now the chair of the CHMC Oversight Board. Matt is also joined by Jerry Pennell, an experienced C-suite executive across multiple sectors who has worked with management consultants for over 20 years. Great to have you both with us today, guys. And um, the, uh, the Chartered Management Consultants Award is something that's starting to really gain momentum and go from strength to strength now. Patrick, you chair the board that's charged with delivering the award, and you've got great experience both in terms of hiring and working directly with management consultants. Who's involved in the Chartered Management Consultant Project, and why is it important to the consultancy industry? Yeah, thanks, Matt. Well, uh, for those not familiar with CHMC, uh, the qualification is a joint venture, really, between the CMI and the Management Consultancy Association. CMI has got the power to convey chartered status and it gets that through the Privy Council. It's got a lot of experience of accreditation of management qualifications. So that's that's an ideal partner to have. And the MCA, of course, has a deep knowledge of the consulting profession and a deep network and live kind of connection with the consulting sector. So that's that's who's involved. if you like. And the aim really is to create a recognised standard for qualifications, knowledge and experience for the consulting profession. This is a very big industry. I mean, according to the latest MCA report out uh, last week, it's £12.5 billion a year. And so as part of our services sector, it's a very important generator of income for, uh, for the country. Also, I mean, the work that consultants do has an influence on so many aspects of our lives. I mean, pretty well everything we do, everything we touch at some point has probably had some consultancy sort of input uh, along the way. So it's reassuring, I think, for us all to know that those doing the work are of a high standard and meet the competency framework that we have uh, established. So I think there are obvious benefits uh, for clients of consulting firms and their stakeholders obvious benefits for the consulting firms and for the individual consultants doing this. It's clearly a differentiation from those who don't have uh, the the CHMC standard. So um, that's basically why I think it's important. Um, Great. So a really good differentiator uh, in the marketplace, and a, a real sign of commitment to to best practice. And Jerry, you're leading the the client input to the CHMC standard through the client panel that was formed earlier in the year. So perhaps you could just start by telling us a little bit about who's on the panel and and why this award should matter to the buyers and clients of consultants. Yes, thanks, Matt. And and as uh, Patrick mentioned, it's the clients that should be the true beneficiaries of this award. So I'm quite delighted to be leading this uh, client panel input. But before I talk about who's on the panel, I probably should just explain a little bit about the role of the client panel. So it's I, I, I see it as having two dimensions, really. First of all, to sort of assist, advise, advocate the promotion of CHMC award to clients, but also to provide feedback the other way on the, on the competency framework itself, but also its impact as, as things progress over the next uh, few years. So who's on the panel? Well, as well as myself, it includes the Chief Transformation Officer at uh, Johnson Matthey, the Chief Executive at the Student Loans Company, and the Category Director for HR, Marketing and Professional Services at Barclays. 
So between us, I think we've got a pretty broad coverage of sectors and also of sort of uh, technical disciplines, if you like. So I think, I think that makes the panel quite well suited to provide the kind of input that we're looking for. Um, the second part of your question, you know, why should it manage? Uh, why should it matter to consultancy buyers? I kind of touched on that. I think it's the clients who should get the real benefits, and I think the real benefits are around assurance assurance in the quality and the integrity of the product that's being delivered. And, um, you know, as Patrick mentioned, management consultancy is pretty widespread, but you normally employ management consultants whenever there's a, a significant problem to be addressed or, or a big challenge, a big change. So the investment you're making is not just a question of the fees that go to the sector, it's a question of the impact on your firm and the commitment that the rest of the firm is making. So these are big, quite often big um, things that are done with management consultants. So having the right level of assurance in the quality and the integrity of what's provided, I think is key for, for the success of the client organization. Secondarily, um, my other sort of uh, reason for being quite enthusiastic about this is I think it's quite pro-competitive. So I'm guilty, and I suspect many others are, of tending to use the firms that I know, whether big or small or medium, because you, you know them, you trust them, you know the people. I think having a kite mark, if you like, a badge of assurance, actually will make it easier for clients to have a more competitive approach to the way um, consultants are selected. Mm -hmm. Great, okay, thank you. So, Patrick, the, the award officially launched back in April, um, but I think it's important to point out that this was preceded by a very successful pilot period. So how does the award work and what's the uptake looking like so far? Yeah, so I think you're going to put all the, the detail, uh, the link to the detail in the chat. There's a lot on both CMI and uh, MCA websites about it. I mean, essentially, we wanted to have the, the charter status take account of the different levels of experience that consultants already have so uh you know you've got people who've got a, a huge amount of uh, experience and so there's a sort of experienced professional route you've also got a lot of people who are on their way to getting that uh and so there's a sort of um uh, uh the professional who's on an accredited uh, programs so we can accredit programs from firms and then there's people who just you know they may be individual or they may be an individual within a firm who just want to take the qualification uh, and, and do it that way so we've designed and, and I should say we we've co-designed really uh, because the whole thing the competency framework deciding how many routes to to uh, to get the the qualification have, have all been designed with both clients and uh, and consulting firms. So I think we went through a pretty rigorous process to to get there. Whatever route you go through, you have to demonstrate that you meet the competency framework. And this is a, a pretty detailed thing, but, but to summarize, there's kind of four aspects to that competency framework. First of all, and probably most important are the ethics and professional standards kind of group of, of things. The second relates to sort of leadership and management. As as Jerry said, some of these projects are, are fairly sizable. So you want people who actually show leadership, can manage, 
uh, can deliver things on time within budget and in a, in a very professional way. Then there's a whole set of things to do with the consulting and operating environment that are specific to the consulting, uh, consulting world. And then finally, the fourth category, which is really important and I think is another aspect of what we're doing with CHMC is around professional and personal development. To actually stay uh, a quality consultant, you have to stay current, you have to stay in tune with what's going on and you have to be aware of the latest trends because if you're helping someone else, guiding them through things like that, then you, you, you need to know that yourself. Um, so, uh, we have a, an oversight board um, and, and our responsibility is really to make sure that the thing has real quality uh, and, and that it retains that uh, quality. Jerry has talked about the client panel as well, so that quality is relevant and acceptable to the clients of consulting businesses. I mean, the traction we've had so far is, has been actually tremendous, has been sort of ahead of expectation. So as of yesterday, I think we had 455 uh, people already through the whole process. So um, they're chartered management consultants already. There are another 30 who are going through their assessment uh, imminently, um, so that's sort of weeks. Um, and then there are another 200 who uh, will gain the qualification in the very near future. But we also have a group of 1,500 who started that uh, journey through one of those three uh, progression uh, progression routes. We've also been accrediting uh, firm um, programs. So uh, of the 14 firms that we work with on the pilot, all of those have renewed. Uh, and we've got a further 18 firms in the in, in the pipeline there. Uh, one of the great things actually is the the, um, uh, the the feedback we get from the people who've got the qualification and the pride with which you know we can see them doing this through their social media. Um, they're putting on uh, their social media. You know they're really proud to have this this qualification. And we're already finding you know um, clients are starting to ask you know how many CHMCs will be on this on this job. So we're at a very early stage, I, I think, in the scheme of something like this. But I, I think it's sort of moving on quite well. Uh, we've also started work in terms of what the academy will look like. So this is, you know, around the professional uh, de development and, and training uh, kind of aspect I said before. And it's worth noting that so far uh, about 10% of those who have gained the qualification are independent consultants. We expect that proportion to rise um, because obviously the, the bulk of the people so far have been through the pilot firms that we identified and, and you know, we have uh, almost all of the major firms signed up. Uh, so we're, we're expecting that, uh, that to grow. Great, thank you, Patrick. And yeah, I mean, I think it's a great point that this uh, this is an award that's there for consultants of any scale, uh, right the way across the the sector, and to to provide that sort of pro competitive piece that Jerry talked about earlier on through that consistent and, uh, and rigorous standard. Um, so, Jerry, it's it's great to hear about the momentum that Patrick's clearly outlined is is gathering. Um, are you seeing traction starting to develop from the client perspective? And um, what do you see happening with that regard in the in the future? Yeah, well, I think it's still early days. The, the client panel was initiating water a few months ago, but certainly the level of enthusiasm in the client panel is very high. And there are some early straws in the wind. So, for example, I'm aware of one firm that has signed up to the, the programme 
precisely because their government client um, asked them to. And the more we see of that, the better. I think the key activity now is really around awareness building. So I think the awareness, as far as I can tell, is quite high in the firms. I think it's less high in the client um, sectors and organizations. So I think really it's about a structured marketing and communication program um, from the MCA and the CMI and then the client manual panel <laughs> will uh, assist with that. Um, and I'm, I'm seeing in government in particular a willingness to embrace HMC as part of procurement, procurement process. And I'm hoping we will start to build a bit of a critical mass in the private sector. Although I think it's more organizationally complex simply because of the number of organizations you're talking about in the private sector. Um, so I think you know that, that's the main answer to your question. Uh, it's about awareness, it's about communication, it's about building, building the profile of the award amongst buyers. I mean, secondarily, um, the client panel has also started to provide some feedback the other way into the competency framework. So, for example, one member of the panel raised ESG as something that really ought to be factored in to the list of things that consultants have at least a basic level of understanding um, of, which I think is also critical if you think about what organizations are going to need going forward and things that should be taken account of in a typical consultancy assignment. Mm -hmm. I think as well as a question come in from uh, Dana or Dana, uh, apologies if I got the pronunciation wrong, um, but do you see the competency framework being regularly reviewed to ensure currency and relevance of the chartership on an ongoing basis? I mean, absolutely, and Jerry has already uh, given you a good example of that. I think what's important is to do that in a structured way and a thoughtful and rigorous and robust way. So I think we're planning um, essentially on doing a more thorough review once we've got to a thousand. So we'll have a good body of evidence then to to look back. But there will be things that will be constantly happening. I mean, this is true of all the qualifications that CMI accredits. I mean, that relevance and quality is really 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 important and because there's ongoing development through the academy that we're creating there'll be a mechanism as well to actually deliver um you know and, and communicate the things that we think uh, that are changing uh, as as we go quite right patrick and i'd like really just to understand a little bit from both of you about what you feel is the the most important impact of chartered management consultant that you can see coming over the next, let's say, three years. And, and Patrick, let's let's start with your, your views on that one, please. I think it's to do with confidence and, and the word that Yeri used before, which is around assurance. I think uh, if people have confidence, um, they'll be more willing to, uh, to buy. I think there's a lot of fantastic consultants who don't have a big name firm who will, who will benefit from this. And I think the big name firms will benefit uh, considerably also, I think for those individual consultants as well, they'll, you know, they'll be more portable when they're working internationally. So I know from my own experience outside the UK that, uh, you know, the, a chartered qualification uh, is something of, of value uh, and is something of competitive value. So I think for those firms and those individuals who have that chartered uh, status uh, or that people who are chartered on their team, uh, if they're a firm, I think that will help in, in terms of competition. And, and, you know, if we look at what's uh, our economic backdrop at the moment, you know, our services sector has been hit uh, 
by Brexit, by the pandemic. And, you know, I think anything that we can do to to support that is, is a good thing. So I'm hoping that confidence and that assurance that people will gain through being chartered will will support business development and, and quality, you know, basic quality of the work done. Great. Thank you. Jerry, what are your thoughts? Well, I think Patrick said it all in some ways. Uh, for me, the key word is assurance. Um, and it's assurance from clients in, in the quality of what they're buying. And I guess for me, in three years' time, I would hope we can look back and see that many clients are using CHMT as part of their buying processes, and that CHMC is allowing them to broaden their, their use of firms so they don't just stick to the firm they know that we talked about before, but actually they broaden the range of advisors and, and consultants that they use. So that's the sort of thing I'm looking for, an increased level of, of, of confidence in, in clients' investment in management consulting. And just to, to another point, I mean, something we haven't mentioned is that prior to my being a buyer, I was also a consultant myself back in the day. And I would have loved, actually, to have had this kind of professional certification as part of my career. I think one thing you feel as a management consultant is you're gaining all this usually fantastic experience in all kinds of interesting and, and usually quite challenging situations, but it's not validated or measured in any way. So I think actually that will that's another dimension to what I'd like to see in three years' time is, is a pride in the profession as well as an assurance from the clients. Absolutely. Well, I think that's a, that's a great message for, for consultants out there. And if you are a consultant and you're interested in learning more about becoming chartered, then there's a link in the description to where you can find out more. Um, and I'd also encourage you to sign up to come to our forthcoming masterclass event, uh, which is taking place over the coming weeks. Um, and if you're a, a buyer of consultancy services, again, click on the link to the, uh, the website where you'll find out more about chartered management consultants and why you should be thinking about looking to request that a CHMC is uh, part of your project team. Okay, so we're we're going to go over to some questions from the uh, the audience now, and uh, the first one question, the first question comes from Alex. Uh, thanks, Alex. Um, and they say to raise awareness within firms and to aid the competitive nature you speak of. Do you see some form of online directory of chartered management consultants being of value, which is freely available to access online? I think it's a really interesting question. I mean, it's not something we're currently planning to do um, because the we've got a limited resource and we're focused on on you know getting people through the qualification and also setting up the 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 academy process but i think that's a really good idea and one that we can put to the the oversight board and the client panel and see what they think as well as obviously the teams who are working really hard at cmi and mca to to deliver this who, who actually we haven't really acknowledged yet but we really should i mean to set something like this up uh, with, with the speed with which they've done it and the quality with which they've done it, it's a real testament to the, the strength of both teams. Great, thank you. I um, certainly, my main instinct on this one, and I haven't discussed it with the client panel, my instinct is that there's, there's some mileage in this, actually. Mm -hmm. And I, I see it as being quite attractive from a, from a client's point of view to be able to identify quite quickly who of the various consultants you might be talking to have this qualification. So I think it's an interesting idea and worth exploring. Excellent. So food for thought from, from Alex there. Thank you, Alex, for a great suggestion. Um, the next question comes from Rose, uh, and she asks, what advice would you give to management consultants in relation to choosing chartered management consultant over other professional accreditations? Jerry, I wonder whether um, whether you want to take that one. 
I think I'll go back to the comment I made before, which is at the moment there is no real qualifications for management consulting as such. So if your career path is around management consulting, to me it's it's fairly natural that you would go after this particular award because it's the award that, that verifies, if you like, and assures what you do as a management consultant. Obviously, plenty of management consultants have other professional qualifications, for example, in, um, in accounting or, um, or IT or whatever it might be, and, and those are important. But in terms of being qualified as a management uh, consultant, to me, this is the one. Mm -hmm. Patrick? Yeah, I, I think uh, I think Jerry's hit, hit the nail on the head. But also, I suppose the fundamental point is, you know, a bit like we're taking the chartered uh, accountancy qualifications. You know, are you seeing taking that qualification as a as a route and a learning and a kite mark to lead to other things? I think doing this gives you great optionality, doesn't it? And you've got that optionality with a bit of assurance. So, you know, if you do decide to move from consulting to go in-house or to do something, else you'll have that with you for, for forever just as the chartered accountants do. Jenny's asking us that well she's interested to hear thoughts on whether uh, the chartered award should become a mandatory requirement in the future for all management consultants to ensure quality and consistency across the profession. Um, so Patrick um, what, what are your views? I think initially we really want to build traction for this because people think it's a good idea. It will be helpful to both clients and individuals. So we didn't see the need to make it mandatory. I think what we'd really like is that, you know, a feeling of why wouldn't you? Um, you know, why would you, once there's critical mass and it's obviously not right yet to say, you know, you should only use chartered management consultants, but once there's critical mass, I think, you know, why would a client not want one? Uh, just, mm -hmm. just as with, um, with, with chartered accountants and, and other other professions. So I, I don't think we've got an initial feeling that we would make it mandatory, um, but um, you know, who, who, who knows in the fullness of time? I think right. um, it's kind of up to client organizations mm -hmm. to work out whether they wish to make this mandatory at some point or where I'd like to start with Patrick really is, is highly desirable. Absolutely. Uh, our next question comes from uh, Terrell, um, and maybe Jerry, this is one for, for you, given your prior experience as a consultant. Uh, Terrell asks, what advice you would give to someone who's just starting out in the world of management consulting? Okay, um, tough question, actually, because um, I think a lot depends on whether you're joining the profession straight out of university or whether you're joining as a sort of mid-career mid, mid professional. But if I had to, um, I had to choose one word, it would be kind of um, dive in, get stuck into the, the client problems and, and, and learn, learn from your seniors and, and, your, um, and the people you work with. I certainly, I think, speaking for myself, I probably learned more in the five or six years I was doing management consulting than I did at any other part of my business career. And that set me up for later things, I think. So, yeah, it's uh, get stuck in and learn. <laughs> yeah, and I, I mean, I just add to that that before you can influence anyone, they need to respect you. So, you know, build that early track record of just doing things really, really well and bringing fresh insights that, that people necessarily haven't, haven't thought of before because that will enable you then to have influence. Absolutely. Patrick, Jerry, many thanks to both of you for your time today and the insights that you've provided. 
Uh, as I mentioned, um, if you're interested in finding out more about the Chartered Management Consultant Award, uh, then please do click on the link in the description box. And if uh, if the time's right for you to start pursuing your application, uh, do sign up for the forthcoming digital masterclass that's, uh, that's coming in the next few weeks. Uh, we look forward to seeing you there. But Patrick, Jerry, many thanks. And uh, we'll be back next week with another Better Managers Briefing. Thank you. Very good. You've been listening to a podcast edition of Better Managers Briefing with Matt Roberts, Director of Membership at the Chartered Management Institute. CMI members can now access more content and insights around the subjects raised in this podcast through our Management Direct portal. If you are new to CMI or yet to access our range of management and leadership resources or the other benefits of membership, please visit managers.org.uk forward slash management direct.